I'll bet you didn't know that you're a trailblazer, a workforce pioneer. Well, if you're a remote worker, that's exactly what you are. Because in the past year, so many of us have been relegated to working away from the office and setting up shop at home, in your car, in a coffee shop, and other places that you never thought were meant to be workplaces at all. But I'll tell you something, future generations will thank you. I'm Dan Nessel, podcaster, communicator, marketer, and longtime remote worker. And I'm Andrew Silberman, president and chief enthusiast of Advanced Management Training Group and author of Get a Grip on Remote Work. And we welcome you to season one of the Remote Work Companion Podcast, 10 episodes based on Andrew's book, where our mission is to make remote work work better for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Remote Work Companion. I'm Dan Nessel. And I'm Andrew Silberman. And we're here to help you have a more rewarding work, remote work experience. Yeah. You know what happened there, Andrew? I got a little distracted. I got to tell you. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did. I got a little distracted. And normally I was going to say like really nice in a very smooth way. Hmm. And we're here to help you have a more reward. See, I got distracted again. A more rewarding work from home experience. Yeah. Right. But thing is, right, as we're doing things, distractions happen all the time. And it oh, just man. so happens that this episode is all about distraction. Right, because that's chapter two of the book is distract. And I, on the Myers-Briggs type indicator, not sure if you're familiar with that, but I'm an ENFP, which stands for extroverted, intuitive, and feeling and perceiving. And there's a specific prayer for ENFPs Uh that goes like this. (laughs) It says, dear Lord, please help me to keep my focus on one thing. Oh, look at that bird over there. At a time. So I I feel unique, not uniquely, but unusually qualified to write about distraction and talk about it here with you because I am a naturally distractible person. And that makes two of us, which makes it kind of dangerous to have us trying to do something <laughs> together. Um, but it's but that's one of the reasons why we're why we're such good friends. It, it, but look, it's true. I have that bright, shiny object um syndrome, yes. right? Yes. Where I will be working on something for, I don't know, like I, I'm all excited to get going on something. And then I'll, then like I'll get into it and I'll be like, you know, three quarters of the way through. And it's like, whoop, what's that? What's that squirrel just went by? You know, what, yes. what, yes. what, what's that? What's that new piece of software? Oh, what's this new thing? Oh, I can do video now. Oh, what do you mean podcast? You know, yeah. it's, it's almost, a, it's a minor miracle that I've been able to continue <laughs> my podcasting for, for this long. Yeah. But it's, it is an issue and it's something mm. that, that I have to be mindful of as I do, as I work remotely, because it Mm. is something that is, could be potentially detrimental. Well, exactly. It's one of the early, it was after writing a a blog on this topic of just remote work and a friend wrote back, he's a cameraman for a major news gathering organization. And he said, my work would be ideal. This remote work would be absolutely perfect if I just didn't have the distractions of a family, (laughs) right? (laughs) A a wife and kids, a life, basically. (laughs) It's like my work life would be perfect if I didn't have a life outside my work life. And and, because he said, yeah, I'd get up early. I'd I'd be done with my job at at 10 in the morning. The only problem is the house goes wild at eight in the morning. So it's not exactly like I can, like he he was saying, I can't do that way. It's like, well, when, when you work remotely, 
you have to deal with the remote environment that is totally beyond your control. At least at an office, when you're at a building, when you're with, you know, when you're in a company or at a at a factory or something, there are four walls around you. They only let certain people in the building. You hope, you know. Uh, but who am I going to let in? A, who 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 can I? Who do I have to let in my house? I have to let <laughs> have to let yeah, my family and, in, right? And are you going to stop dogs. the de- are you going to stop the delivery man from coming or you know the, right? the, the you know so and, and there's there, there's this continuum of distractions, right. right? There's of course those distractions I think that happen normally to us as we, especially people with our kind of personality types, where like we said earlier, I'm really interested in something and I'll just kind of go off to, into this whether it's a a, a Wikipedia rat hole, or if it's Google, the next thing to the next thing to the next thing, or something yeah. on my mobile or a social media thing, it's just nuts. I mean, I have to yeah. be real careful about that. But then there's those external distractions that's like, it ranges from somebody knocking on my door in the middle of a meeting to delivery man comes and the dog is about to break yeah. the windows because, you know, that's their prime enemy. And you then know, you the have, and, and in, in remote work, what I've seen happen is, there's this level, again, it goes back to stress and anxiety. It's perceptions. It's how do you feel about the dog doing that? Well, it's different if he's interrupting your writing, for example. You might get a mm-hmm. little bit annoyed. But if he's interrupting your performance review yeah. <laughs> with your boss, it's like, oh, Precisely. no, this is this is horrible. You know, I, I got to get – so I don't even want to let them know that I'm being distracted. That And we learned – the other day, right? That that people actually hear distractions, even if they're not seeing them. I mean, the it's other true. side of the call, they can know that you're distracted, and that that can be stressful in itself. So now you're you're just using up a lot of bandwidth. I think that's what we're doing here is we're using brain bandwidth to cover a bunch of stuff that we never had to think about. Right? Well, yeah, you weren't you weren't distracted by. The smell of a nice uh, apple pie being baked <laughs> when you were at work. That didn't right. happen. It just didn't happen at the office. No. It's, it's happening now. <laughs> and, you know, and something you just said, it reminds me that we are our own worst critics when it comes to distractions, because the things that we think are distracting others may not be distracting them at all. Exactly. And we're getting, we're getting all stressed out because, oh my God, the dog's barking and the person on the other side here, whether it's a phone call or a Zoom now or a WebEx or something- oh. You know, oh man, th- the animal is interrupting my important meeting. And but the fact is that the person on the other side has been doing this now for a minimum of eight, eight nine months, but probably longer. Mm. And you don't know what they say, what they think. Exactly. You know, you really don't. So you can only control what you can control, right? And you, yep. so the only thing you control is what's in your immediate environment. There's another angle to the distraction is in the eye of the distracted, is the way I would <laughs> put it, because. You know, for for some of us, like the distraction is the actual work for the others. So this happened early on in in the pandemic. I write about it in in my book. Here I was working on writing, and then there was a call taking place in the other room. Now, the call turned out to be my son being remote at school. He's studying in California. We live in Tokyo, but he's studying in California. He came back because of the pandemic. And he had a call with his resident faculty, right? They call them the RFs, like we had in our dorms, the, the RAs, right? Sure. So it's a call and I'm hearing it going on. It's a little bit distracting. And then I realized, well, wait a minute. They said, oh, you, you can join this call if you want to, because I'd met the RA before. Well, okay, so I, I go over and I get on the 
call and I and I realized, whoa, this this went for 30 minutes or 40 minutes. So I was distracted, but it's by their work. Like that's actual work. They're getting paid to do that anyway. And I'm enjoying it. But I came back and I realized, okay, that was a distraction. That that took 40 minutes away. But at the same time, I, I just kind of reframed it. And I realized, first of all, I was connecting with my son's RF. Mm-hmm. My brother joined in on the call from California. And he's a guy who's been working remotely. He had been working remotely for the previous year because he had torn his Achilles tendon and it wasn't mobile, right? So all of a sudden it was like, whoa, now I have somebody else to talk to more specifically about what I was working on. So the the distraction became, is it really a distraction anymore? In that, in that sense, it wasn't, right? So yeah, it's, and, and it reduced the stress. So I, I really do think it's, it's what can we do to improve our productivity and mm-hmm. reduce our stress? And one of the things, for me at least, is figuring out what does distract me, limiting it when, when, I, when, when I need it to be limited, but also welcoming these things. I mean, Half the time, as you said, Dan, perfectly, it's like this thing that's, I'm worried that this is distracting my work, right? So I'm worried that it's affecting my conversation with you, for example. And it turns out, no, the thing that was behind me wasn't distracting you at all. But as soon as I let it distract me, now it is distracting. And now it is becoming a problem, right? So it sounds to me what you're saying there is it's kind of a mindset thing, isn't it? Yes. So- you know, like we always talk about mindset in so many different ways. There's a whole book about it. In fact, that I'm looking at Cal <laughs> yes. Dweck on my, yes. on my one shelf. Yes, one of the best. <laughs> you know, and Andrew being a coach and me being sort of a coach on the side, but also um, being a manager of people for so long. And, and something I want to just kind of really keep in mind is this whole, the power of mindset here for distractions cannot be underestimated. You know, I was talking to uh, really this, this fantastic storyteller, uh, a guy who runs a marketing firm in Florida, Glenn Zimmerman, good friend of mine. Mm. And um, Glenn is, uh, he's a former journalist for ABC News. He was that guy that would stand out in the hurricane, right? Oh, and, and, yeah. and um, or this typhoon or where, depends on where you are in the world. But like with the winds blowing and be able to focus and give the, give the report. Mm. If you can give a report with the winds blowing and, you know, signs flying and everything, imagine the discipline that that takes, mm. right? To tell your story without being distracted and derailed. Now, that means that pretty much if you can kind of channel that, you can tell any, you can stay focused pretty much on anything, right? Mm. But Glenn was telling me that he loves the fact that there are interruptions and he wants to to distinguish between interruptions and distractions. So he loves the fact there are interruptions because in every interruption is a chance to kind of reconnect as a human and to show that you are an authentic human being to the other person on their side. And if that's what we're missing in this whole remote work thing, then we should kind of welcome that, shouldn't we? Mm. We should welcome a child running behind us or jumping on our lap. We should welcome the dog barking, even though, you know, I have said, don't let the dog run your life. (laughs) I will stand by that. But we should welcome these things because these little minutiae of daily life remind us and remind the people that we're talking to that we are people and that this relationship is important. And that's as we said earlier in, in our previous episode, the relationships are the basis of a rewarding work experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that having the right mindset, in addition to understanding, you know, figuring out what, you know, trying to limit your distractions, of course, but, you know, just just looking at them from the right, from a, from a different angle or from a yeah. different perspective is an absolute important thing to do. 
Yeah, let's let's emphasize that because people have said that the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, my guess is then we'll just let's do the subset. The quality of your work life is the quality of your work relationships. And if we're doing this remotely, so how well can we establish and maintain these working relationships remotely? And part of it is dealing with distractions, but especially not getting Maybe the key is don't get distracted by the distractions or at least don't get angry. Don't get upset. Uh, That's what I've noticed just in the way that you've handled a lot of things that have gone on with the technology, with everything. It's like you take it as, hey, if I'm focused on making sure the other person's experience is okay, then it's it's all going to work for the better. I mean, it it requires like working remotely requires patience. Mm. Um, and it requires, I think, just understanding, remembering that you're not talking to a character on a TV show, you're talking to a person. And, and uh, that, I think, is going to drive us through and, and, uh, and help, help us to reduce distractions. So kind of let, let's wrap this up, Andrew. I think, yep. to me, there are two, di- two types of distractions, in, mm. just broadly speaking, right? You've got those actual things that, that, pre- that prevent you from doing your work that are sort of self-generated or that you can control. Like, like, oh, should I be looking at Wikipedia right now? Or, mm. hey, should I be like looking outside and daydreaming, kind of looking at the deer running across the road, right? These are kind of things that you could say, no, no, I need to focus. I should be in the zone. And that's what you were talking about, about figuring out what distracts you mm. and limiting those things. Yep. In my case, I have to turn off my phones. Mm. I have to close down. If I'm, fo- if I'm on a task, if I'm working remotely, I have to close down all my browsers. I have to shut down my email sometimes mm-hmm. and eliminate the distractions. You know, even though I know I can turn them right back on, mm-hmm. it helps to eliminate them. And that I think is, an, is a very important thing. The other type of distraction though, people walking in, the human things that happen, the stuff that's not in your control, mindset to welcome those and yep. kind of think about how to deal with them. I would say welcome, welcome and share, like you said, not try to get rid of, just say, hey, oh, whoa, hey, come here, I see. And we do see that work. I've seen it a couple of times, even on the the late night television shows, they're doing that, right? They they will suddenly, they'll say, hey, my wife's, oh, you heard that? Yeah, that's, oh, move the camera over there. So I I think that's, that's probably, we got to bring more authenticity to this whole thing, this whole enterprise, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's how we deal with distractions, folks. Yeah. And if, by the way, if you have any questions about that, please do uh, contact us. You can you can contact us, either of us on LinkedIn or direct mail us. And um, on that note, Andrew, what, what are we going to be talking about next? If you can clear the distractions away, what's our next topic? Once you clear the distractions, then it's time to clarify. Clarify. <laughs> clarify what it is that you're saying, how you're saying it. Let's make our communication more clarified. (laughs) Nice. I love me some clarity. All right. On that note, until next time, see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Remote Work Companion with your remote work companions, Dan Nessel and me, Andrew Silberman. We hope you enjoyed our tips, tricks, and attitude shifts to make remote work work better for you. Any ideas for future episodes or tips and tricks you'd like to share? Contact us at podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. That's podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. 
And make sure you never miss an episode. Subscribe today on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the podcast player of your choice. And if you like what you hear, leave a review. Thanks again for listening.